You those, must know something no, I don't know. And those usually turn out pretty good when they do, actually. <laughs> yeah. When we when there's there's no major plan, it's just like woohoo. Yeah, it just comes out that set way. Set them loose. Well, anyway, uh, weather-wise, we do know we have clouds and an 80% chance of a rain-snow mix. The high 40 today. 34 right now. I'm, I'm I've been keeping my eye on Friday mm-hmm. since last week. And here it is Tuesday, and they're still saying Friday, 55. Man, oh, oh man. Man, that sounds nice. Don't put those clubs away yet. <laughs> Sunny 101.5 with Tell Me Something Good. Tell me something good. Tell me something good. Right, 6.15. Here's Tracy. Thanks, Jack. Well, a friend of our show sent us the perfect Tell Me Something Good. Oh. It was something she saw on the Facebook group called 574 Nosy Neighbors. Don't you love that name? <laughs> That's a good name, yeah. But it's a post from a woman named Tani Nemeti, and she's complimenting a manager at Hall's Kitchen in Mishawaka. Okay. And uh, here is what she said. I tried a new-to-me pizza place in Mishawaka this evening. Food was fantastic, and I'm particular about my pizza, but that wasn't the best part of my experience. While waiting for my order, it was ready on time, but I arrived a little early, I sat inside and listened to the banter of the employees and manager. The restaurant was clean and tidy. The team was working well together. Everybody was polite and helpful, and I was already impressed. Then a young man entered and asked to speak to a manager. Mm -hmm. He spoke softly, and he asked if they had any orders that had not been picked up. Well, the manager checked, but there were none, and the young man turned to leave. The manager quietly stopped him and asked if he was hungry. He was. Well, the manager asked what he would like to order. And the young man said anything. He wasn't picky. Mm. So the manager, without drawing any attention to the situation, had a small pizza made for this young man at no charge. Good food prepared by good people, she said. Yeah. Well done. So how kind and caring, you know? That is great. And that is good because I've been there. I haven't. Yeah, you try. And I I was just going to say, you know what? Uh, A big thank you to that staff at Hall's Kitchen. Uh, to Tani for sharing, and I haven't been to Halls yet, mm-hmm. but you better bet I'm going to make it a point to go check them out now. So in my whole life, mm. uh, I haven't run into a pizza that I didn't. Uh, no, I, <laughs> see, I take that back. You've there, never met a pizza you didn't like. There was one. Uh, there was. That's not a bad bad for for your whole life. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one. I'm obviously not going to. You're not going to call anyone out. No. Uh, but you know what? I still, 
<laughs> still ate it and probably I, the whole I'm thing. Still. Tell me something good. <laughs> Tell me something good. Happy holidays. Sunny. 101.5. All the latest Hollywood drama, hookups, deals, and scandal. Radio Paparazzi on Sunny 101.5. 655. Here's Tracy. Thanks, Jack. Well, the finalists for Time Magazine's Person of the Year have been revealed. All right. The magazine's editors chose nine people or groups they felt had the most influence on the world this year, and they ranged from powerhouse celebrities to controversial political figures and more. The Hollywood Strikers made the list. Uh, Taylor Swift made the list this year, and Swifties are obviously rooting for her to win it all. (laughs) Barbie was one of the year's biggest films and definitely earned a spot on the list. Mm -hmm. King Charles was officially crowned King of the UK earlier this year, and he made the list. Time will announce their Person of the Year tomorrow. Well, it's official. Darius Rucker got his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame yesterday. Rucker first gained fame in the 90s as the lead singer of Hootie and the Blowfish. Yes, he did. I love Hootie and the Blowfish. Did you ever see him? I did not ever see them live, I no. I did either. Yeah, the now, band's... you can walk on them. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the band sold more than 25 million albums worldwide. Mm-hmm. He told the crowd yesterday all he ever wanted to be was a singer. But he said, you never dream this stuff's going to happen. And he went on to thank his bandmates from Hootie and the Blowfish, his friends, managers, his crew. Uh, but most importantly, his three children who were there for the special moment on the Walk of Fame. Cool. Well, this one, gee, this is sort of surprising. Nothing was super about the latest Marvel superhero films, Time in Theaters. The, the Marvels is now the lowest grossing film in the history of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And that is uh, kind of uh, surprising because right? uh, the superhero movies have been just, just on fire. Exactly. After uh. a month in the theaters, the film reached its plateau after making $80 million in North America mm-hmm. and $197 million globally. Now, it's going to still be running through New Year's. Yeah. So you can still see it if you so choose. But, right. you know, Disney has now even decided to stop reporting on the Marvel's box office numbers <laughs> due to its underwhelming performance. Wow. Wow. That says something, huh? Yes. Well, Nick Cannon says he gives Disney a lot of his hard-earned cash to keep all of his kids happy. Uh, in a recent interview, he says he spends at least $200,000 a year at Disneyland. Now, what, he does what, have 12... What, exactly. What? what? I know, right? $200,000 and you got to stand in line? Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I'm not sure he has to stand in line because let me explain. Yeah. So he shared that he's at the park once a month, if not more, mm-hmm. because, of course, he does have 12 different kids that he shares with all of his baby mamas. And, uh, you know, he says they go to celebrate special occasions, you know, birthdays, holidays, all of that. 12 kids. And you are? 
<laughs> Just give me a hint. Okay. okay. You do have to remember if he ever forgets any names. You know, don't you think? Like, I don't know. Yes. Well, anyway, but he says they often go there for birthdays and holidays, and the money often goes to pay for hotel rooms, Mm -hmm. chaperones to take them around the park, and other extras. So maybe fast passes all day long or something. Who knows? But uh, Nick admits Disneyland isn't what it used to be in terms of price point. Something that, you know, all of us average families have definitely discovered. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think it was ever really cheap. I right? don't recall I mean, it being cheap. I think it's it's always been expensive. Yeah. But uh, meanwhile, the Red Hot Chili Peppers are extending their unlimited love tour in 2024. All right. Yeah, the band stops in Ridgefield, Washington first on May 28th, mm-hmm. uh, with dates wrapping up in St. Louis, Missouri on June 30th. Opening acts include Kid Cudi, Ice Cube, Ken Carson, and more, depending on the date. And tickets go on sale this Friday at 10. You can get details uh, on the band's website. All right. All right. Ready to do some birthdays? Oh, yeah, sure. <clears throat> All right. Uh, it is... Oh, this is going to be a hard day. Oh, good. Well, yeah, I love when you started off that way. That was... uh, no, well, you're going to know this one. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to give you one. You'll definitely know Frankie Muniz. Okay. Um. Let's see. I would say Frankie Muniz is uh, oh, thirty-five. Thirty-eight. Uh huh. Okay, you know, I never you, watched that show. You didn't watch Malcolm in the Middle? I never saw one episode. Oh, wow. Did you know, I know that I'm he's a ma- race car driver now? I, I had no idea, that. to be honest. No, I didn't know that. <clears throat> no. So, yeah, apparently he is now a race car driver. Okay. All right. How about <clears throat> um, Paula Patton? Hmm. Paula Patton. Oh, I don't know. I wonder if Paula Patton's 50. Um, no, I'm not going to do that to her. I'm going to say 48. You are right. All right. Ding, ding, ding. I almost went with 50, but I, did, I oh, didn't want to. that's wanna, awesome. Okay, Good all right. Good for you. And uh, Margaret Cho. And Margaret Cho. Um, well... Margaret's going to be 50 anyway. In fact, I think she might be in her 50s. I would say 58. 55. 55. Sunny 101.5 with Jack and Tracy's Life Hacks. 743. All right. Would you go first? Yes, I will. Okay. Awesome. So, you know, uh, you're going to uh, clip your nails, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And when you do, you got, you know, shrapnel flying all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, 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 I share this because I just did yes. this yesterday and I couldn't find certain pieces and it was like, ugh. <laughs> That's just gross. That is gross. That's also <laughs> it's also hilarious. Not only is it gross, but it's also hilarious. And there's a way to prevent those flying uh, uh, nails. You okay. know how you do it? 
How do you do that? If you wet your fingertips and the head of the nail clippers, the nail clippings fly off when you trim your nails. Simple as that. Oh, that's awesome. And then you don't have to be crawling all over the floor looking for <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. Or, you know, your other half isn't finding them going, ew. Yes, right. (laughs) So that's all you got to do. Awesome. Okay, so, you know, you might be um, the person that likes to do some cooking and you buy, you know, fresh herbs and that kind of thing to use in in recipes. Yeah. And they can they can get really wilty very quick, yeah. right? Like even the next day. Right. So I thought this was such an awesome sort simple storage tip. Uh, you bring them home, like herbs like parsley and cilantro, mm-hmm. and uh, you trim the stems a little and a small glass of water. And then you put a little plastic bag, like the one that you got at the grocery store over top, mm-hmm. and you tie that plastic in a knot or, you know, just wrap it up with butcher string or something. Yeah. And you store it in the fridge or on the counter for up to two weeks. And it, it keeps that nice, fresh, you know, almost uh, wow. snappy texture. Exactly. That's, what, that's how you want it. Yes. All right. Very good. Uh, there you go. Jack and Tracy's Life Hacks, making life just a little bit easier. Sunny 101.5, 756, time for another edition of Go Figure. Well, this is the first for me anyway. I've never seen anything like it. Police and firefighters in South Carolina rescued a curious dog. And you're going to go, oh. A curious dog whose head got stuck in a dryer vent at his owner's home. It's not funny. I'm not laughing at that. That's terrible. That's terrible. So the Sumter Police Department said in a Facebook post that officers and firefighters respond to a home on Warren Court when a dog named Spike poked through a dryer vent and ended up with his head outside the house while the rest of his body remained. Jeez. However, the responders were able to widen the opening so Spike could pull his head back inside. And police wrote the happy hound was freed from his unfortunate circumstance and is doing fine. Now, here's, oh, the, now wow. here's what I got to say. I've okay. had dogs before. I know dogs a little bit. I'll bet you if the opportunity uh, lent itself to this dog, I bet he could do it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'll bet. He could do it again. Uh, Probably. Go figure.